And now a few words from noted Route 66 historian and author, Jim Hinckley. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Folks, thank you for joining us today with another episode of uh, Jim Hinckley's America. We'd like to start this off by saying thank you to Don, Woody, Jason, and Joe, the road crew, for that introduction. If you're not familiar with the road crew, this is the uh, unofficial Route 66 band, if you will. You can find their music at roadcrew66.com. And Joe and the road crew have enhanced uh, many an event on Route 66 from... Uh, Gosh, the Route 66 International Festival in Kingman to Cuba Fest in Missouri. Take a gander at their music and uh, see if it doesn't encourage you to hit the open road. I guess while we're giving a shout-out, we should probably say something about uh, our other sponsors today. We have uh, Grand Canyon Caverns, Route 66 Classic, uh, just east of Kingman, Arizona. We have My Marketing Designs here in Kingman, uh, the Promote Kingman Initiative. We have the uh, Route 66 Association of Kingman, just to name a few. Hey, we're going to start this off today by talking about a new book by uh, Joe Sonderman, uh, Roadside Signs and Advertisements. If you're not familiar with Joe, uh, take a look at his website, 66postcards.com. He's a pretty prolific collector of uh, vintage postcards and historic photographs dealing with Route 66. He contributes just tremendously to the Route 66 community. He's enhanced many of the books that I've written, and he contributes in a lot of ways. He uh, gives forth his talents for the Missouri Route 66 Association. And uh, this newest book is kind of interesting. It's a little bit of a break from some of the other things that he has done, but it chronicles some of the evolution of promotion and advertisement along Route 66. Another thing that's a little bit different than some of his other books and his other work, that in addition to historic photographs, uh, he also uses modern photography from his own collection, and some donated by my dearest friend and I, and from folks like uh, Rune and Maggie Borsma in the Netherlands. And that in itself gives you an idea how international Route 66 is in the era of Renaissance. Uh, this book is available on Amazon.com. The next note's not exactly a happy one, but uh, Willem and Monique Bohr of the Netherlands have been tremendous supporters and contributors to the uh, Route 66 community. They're co-founders of the Dutch Route 66 Association, and uh, Willem is best known for his models that detail historic places along Route 66. And these tr transcend your standard run-of-the-mill dioramas or models. These are pure artwork in every sense of the word. He, he's a true craftsman, and he's graciously donated these to uh, different museums and organizations along the road. Well, Willem's having some pretty serious health issues at this time. It might be kind of nice if we uh, reach out to him through the Dutch Route 66 Association on Facebook. Just send him a message. Let him know that you're thinking about him. You're in support. Hope him the best. While we're speaking of uh, international associations and the international nature of Route 66 in the age of Renaissance, 
Oz Root on Facebook. That's the uh, Facebook page for the newly formed Route 66 Association of Australia. And they have a website, www.ozroute66association.com. And uh, you might send them a note. Welcome to the Route 66 family. Uh, reach out to them. See what you can do to, to help introduce Route 66 to the Aussies and the land down under. Uh, Dale Butel's been doing a good job of that for many, many years. So he might really appreciate uh, having a little bit of help from these folks. And uh, Dale's also been a tremendous supporter of the Route 66 community. And you, he, of course, has uh, uh, Route 66 tours out of uh, Australia. Uh, Damon Jager had a question pertaining to Two Guns, Arizona. And two Guns is one of those places along Route 66 that's become kind of iconic. It's a, almost like a must-stop for folks. It's really kind of surprising because there's nothing there and there hasn't been anything there but picturesque ruins for many, many years. The earliest endeavors to create an attraction that capitalized on the stunning scenery and the colorful history here at Two Guns, which is perched on the edge of Canyon Diablo, occurred when Ed Randolph established a business near present-day Two Guns in 1915. Now, this would have been just after completion of the concrete bridge for the National Old Trails Highway that crossed the canyon at this point. Earl Cundriff, he bought Randolph's homestead for $1,000, and uh, then he built the Canyon Lodge at the location. And this was a store that provided tourists with supplies as well as a campground and a few cottages. A post office was established shortly after, and Cundriff was the uh, postmaster. In 1925, Harry Indian Miller, a colorful local character who claimed to be half Apache, he set up a small shop at the location and leased a portion of the property from Cundriff. He advertised himself as Chief Crazy Thunder, and it was him that first uh, he, he put the label out there. He called his facility his trading post Two Guns. By 1926, uh, Miller had expanded his building into an extensive stone complex and a Pueblo-style that included a zoo featuring a wide array of animals native to the area, a small cafe, a curio shop, and then it added fake ruins at the Apache Death Caves. I hope that answers uh, your question, Damon, about the zoo out there. So it dates back to the uh, mid-1920s when it was first established. Uh, I've got another question. I, I have a lot of people that approach me and ask where they can buy some of the photographs or if it's even possible to obtain these as prints that appear on my blog and uh, some of my books, publications, and in the presentations. Uh, yeah, it's I have an arrangement with uh, Legends of America. And if you go to Legends of America, there's a Jim Hinckley's America Gallery. And that's at uh, on their website. And you can find a wide selection of the, the uh, several hundred photos that we've taken over the years, my dearest friend and I. And these are available in various sizes. But they handle all the uh, sales of my prints. Uh, I mentioned Grand Canyon Caverns. Uh, they're a sponsor, of course, of uh, Jim Hinckley's America. We have uh, facilitated with them a special package for groups. And you can contact me through jimhinckleysamerica.com or Jim Hinckley's America on Facebook, and I can provide you with details. But I can tell you it's a really, really uh, great bargain, and it's a combination lunch and caverns tour. Quite a discount is offered. And if you're traveling individually, this is still a great place to stop. Uh, the motel's been renovated. The kitchen fully upgraded. The restaurant's restored to its 1964 appearance. The Caverns is, is rapidly becoming the resort it was in 1964. Miniature golf course, award-winning RV park, uh, swimming pool. 
It's the only place, the only caverns I'm familiar with on Route 66 that offers uh, wheelchair accessible caverns tours or actual spelunking adventures. Of course, they have the quietest motel room in the world. Uh, of course, it's down at the bottom of the caverns. Kind of a unique lodging experience. The caverns is also renovating the uh, Old Lake Mead Rancheros building. For Route 66 enthusiasts in recent years, this is best known as the home of Giganticus Hedicus, a creation by sculptor Greg Arnold. Well, uh, John McNulty from the Caverns has a lease now, and he's putting the property back together as the Route 66 and Terrace Point Visitor Center. Now, this will be, by spring of 2017, the plan is to have a small cafe, store, and gift shop, and, of course, a picnic area with million-dollar views and some pretty fascinating photo ops. It's going to be another great destination on uh, Route 66. And John had asked me to do a little bit of research about the history of the property. And here's what I've come up with. Thanks to realtor Justin Chambers here in Kingman, I acquired a copy of the Lake Mead Rancheros News from uh, 1965, and it notes that the facility opened on October 29th of that year. And it was basically a land boondoggle, Lake Mead Rancheros. But the business turned out to be quite profitable. And at the time of its opening, there was a motel down below, there was a restaurant, cafe, a shell service station, and it's intriguing. Uh, this provides a lot of detail about how colorful the facility was at that time. It says, entering the two-and-one-half-story building, the traveler is treated to a riot of colorful paneling, beadwork, booths, and bric-a-brac. Sky-blue decking pierced with the orange arrows of the open A-beams is a breathtaking effect. Bars of deep walnut, booths of salmon and sun yellow, beaded partitions, and the magnificent view of the Wallapai Valley and the Music Mountains through 60 feet of picture windows have thrilled hundreds of tourists since opening. Uh, the facility, the motel, shell gasoline service station, gift shop, and grounds are under the supervision and management of Mike and Don Keeble, young brothers from Cambridge, England. Kind of an interesting little uh, point of trivia on Route 66 history there. Okay, I've had some inquiries from Europe about uh, tours, people who are kind of a little more comfortable, if you will, traveling the road with some fellow countrymen, people who were knowledgeable about Route 66, but also who helped uh, bridge some of the language gap and culture gaps. The Route 66 Germany. Now, they have a Facebook page, Route 66 Germany, and also a website, germany66.org. They're putting together their 2017 tour schedule. And you can contact them directly. Uh, Wolfgang and Anja know the road very intimately. They have great relations with a lot of people up down the road. And by taking a tour with them as your guides, I guarantee you're going to have a, have a tremendous trip on the road. And while we're on the subject of uh, international tours, U.S. Bikers is the one for you folks in the Netherlands. Uh, the Cooperis brothers do an excellent job with this. And uh, one of their tour guides happens to be the, the uh, president of the Dutch Route 66 Association, uh, Dries Bessels. You can find them at usbikers.nl. They don't just do Route 66 tours. They, they do a variety of tours throughout America. They do a National Parks Tour, Grand Canyon, Southern Utah, Bryce Canyon. Some of these are blended, linked with Route 66 tours. They're a great organization. I'm really, really uh, proud to, to sponsor the talk about them and, and give them a plug here. Some, some great folks who have an attention to detail and really take care of their clients. 
Now, I had some questions about the uh, sign initiative here in Kingman. A lot of people on Facebook have noticed the uh, Old Trails Garage downtown. The 12-foot neon Packard sign and now the addition of Studebaker sales and service using original logos. This was a kind of an initiative that was started by the Route 66 Association of Kingman in partnership with property owners in the historic business district and legacy signs. They have, uh, this is their premier project, if you will, and it, it's really quite a showpiece. This is located on Andy Devine Avenue, which is Route 66, between 4th and 5th Streets next to the historic Brunswick Hotel. Take a look at that if you want a great photo op. If you're interested in helping fund some of this, you can do so through their website, route66kingmanaz.com. They also have membership information there as well. They've been acquiring other signs for restoration, including uh, the Desert Drug sign, the 1950s Branding Iron Motel sign. They're working on acquiring a Kaiser Fraser dealership sign. But they're not limiting themselves just to uh, sign restoration. You can find between on 4th and 5th Street on Beale, one block north of Route 66, in uh, the Floyd and Company parking lot. You'll find some great photo ops there. The uh, association in partnership with True Value and with funding from Grand Canyon West. Seals. The City of Kingman Seal, uh, Mojave County Seal, the Wallapai Tribal Seal, and the State of Arizona Seal. It makes a really, really great photo op. And as a plus, Floyd and Companies is a first-rate place for barbecue as well as wood-fired pizza. And that's one block north of Route 66 in Kingman. Well, folks, it looks like we're about out of time, so we're going to wrap this up. Follow along on the blog. Send me your questions either through jimhinkleysamerica.com. Join me on Friday mornings about 6.15 Arizona time for a Facebook Live broadcast of Jim Hinckley's America. Until we meet again, amigos, adios. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America